Welcome to the Money Mindset Podcast. I'm Ashley, your host and the creator of Budgets Made Easy. I help midlife women manage the next stage of their financial lives without all the guilt, overwhelm, and shame surrounding their past money mistakes. My journey toward money and time freedom started after we paid off $45,000 in debt in just 17 months. If you are looking for a judgment-free community where you can connect and grow with other women going through the same financial struggles as you, this is the place for you. Buckle up as we jump on the drive to money freedom so you can enjoy this season of life without stressing about money in retirement and how to just get it all done. Let's get started. Hello, it's Ashley with Budgets Made Easy and the Money Mindset Podcast. Tonight, we are doing a budget bestie meetup. So this is where we come together as a community. You can come join me on the podcast, share your wins, ask questions, and all of the things like that. Um, tonight, we have a couple of people from Money Success Club uh, joining us as well, but you can join anytime. Uh, save your seat. Spots are limited at budgetsmadeeasy.com slash meetup. So you can join us. You don't have to be in Money Success Club in order to do that. Just make sure that if you can't make it, you cancel your seat because there are only 10 spots available. All right. Tonight, we are going to talk about um, a subject that I get asked about a lot because a lot of you, including and myself, a lot of us um, use our credit cards as like a debit card. It's more secure. It's better to use online. And, uh, you know, we order online so much nowadays, right? I mean, even my groceries, I'm doing it online, right? So I don't want my debit card that is directly linked to my bank account to be used online. So how do we budget for that? And how do we plan for the money that we're using on our credit card with the paycheck budget system. So this was asked today um, during one of our Money Success Club chats, and I wanted to just kind of show you what we put together as an example of kind of how to do this. Now, yours might not look like this exactly. Um, this is just something that we threw together really quickly so that you could visually see how to kind of process it. Um, because if you're not using, if you're not tracking and not um, like, have the mindset of using your credit card, just like you would your debit card and kind of tracking that and thinking of it, thinking of it as just like another bank account, it can get overwhelming and confusing and you can overthink all the details. Right. But, um, the way I'm going to show you is you really, you still need to itemize your spending on the credit card, right? You still need to plan for the bills that are coming out on auto pay on your credit card or that you're using to pay uh, your credit card on your credit card. And then you still need to like make sure that you're sticking with your budgets for spending or food and gas and kind of know what those parameters are, even though you're swiping a card. Um, because the mindset and how we process spending money on a credit card versus it directly coming out of our bank account or using cash is different, right? Because we don't have to think about it as much, especially if you have a high um, credit limit, 
like you can swipe it and not really think about it. Right. And then you get your credit card statement and you're like, Oh, how did I spend that much money? Like, how did that happen? I didn't mean for that to happen. It adds up quickly. Right. So you still have to be mindful about your spending and your tracking and your planning. Right. So um, that is what we're going to talk about and kind of how to visually lay this out using the paycheck, uh, budget system. So I am going to share my screen. And for those of you listening, I'm going to do my best to describe what we're looking at, but you can also go to YouTube to see, um, what I am doing here. There we go there. I should be hidden. So hopefully my face is not blocking anything on your screen. Uh, if you're trying to watch and see what I'm actually talking about. So with the paycheck budget system, uh, you're paying the same bills out of the same paycheck each month. Remember, it doesn't start on the first unless you get paid on the first. It is the first paycheck through the first paycheck of the following month. <laughs> Melanie says, so happy that you're going over this topic. Thanks, bunches. Yes, absolutely. So um, let's, so just to recap, the paycheck system is um, as an example, because a lot of people get paid bi-weekly. So let's say the first paycheck pays the bills from like the 15th through the end of the month. Now it may not be exactly the end of the month, but the important part is starting it from the 15th because when you get paid bi-weekly, when you have a month with the three paychecks, the next month could go into like the 14th where you're um, not getting paid till the 14th. So you need to make sure those bills at the beginning of the month are paid and you're not paying things late. So this is getting ahead on paying your bills a little bit. Now it could be a week, could be two weeks. Um, it just kind of depends on uh, how you set it up and what you get going with it. And it may take you a little while to get on the schedule as well. So um, you still need to figure out what bills you're paying out of which paycheck, even when it comes to the credit card. So on this spreadsheet, on the left side, I have the paychecks, the dates, and what is coming just directly out of the bank account. Um, so cash, anything that's cash, and then some variable expenses like food and gas. Uh, that will be used on the card, um, but since we don't know what that amount exactly will be until the time comes, I have it just as a like a variable expense out of the payday, uh, so you know how much you have left and what you've got to work with. So in this example, um, the payday is going to be for October, so this is um, October 2023. We'll get paid on the 5th, and that'll be about $1,500. They have sinking funds of $350, plus they have more that come out uh, out of their paycheck automatically. They have lots of sinking funds covered. They don't have any debt. Um, they're doing pretty well. So um, this is a very easy example to use because it's very simple. So obviously the more bills you have, the more complicated it will be. Um, so we have the food and gas that's variable, the sinking funds that is cash that will just be moved to a sinking fund account. And then the credit card payment for the bills that are going to the credit card as $321.77. And that leaves um, about $378 uh, left out of this paycheck. So on that, on the right side for that same payday, we have the bills that are coming that need to be paid out of this paycheck, um, 
that are just going to the card. So we still want to itemize that and know how much that is. Now we do have a variable expense on here of spending of $100. That could go in either place, uh, but the total amount of bills that are gonna be going onto the credit card are $321. And so all we're gonna do is itemize and track what is going on the credit card so that you know what bills still need to be paid so you don't get behind. And then what is actually coming out of the bank account and then what you have left to work with. So we haven't planned out every dollar in this example. This is just a really quick example to kind of show you how I process it. Now you can tweak things, um, you know, make it um, more itemized. Like this is even kind of uh, a lot of things are grouped into the categories like subscriptions and streaming utilities. Like those are all like and insurance even are several bills um, that are just grouped together in the category. So how you do that is totally up to you. Personally, I like to have each bill listed um, if it's coming out individually, because that's just how my brain works. Um, but it's totally up to you. The most important thing is to, to uh, figure out what's going to work for you and how you process information, right? And having the visual really is helpful because when you're trying to figure this out without writing it down or having that visual, it just makes it harder. So the paycheck, um, since it, the, they get paid bi-weekly, uh, the next paycheck is going to be on October 19th. And that will cover bills from like the very end of October, if there are any, through the beginning of November. So through November 14th. Uh, this paycheck, also 1500 uh, sinking funds, another 350. Now the credit card bills for this uh, payday are $1,100. And so the card has some subscriptions, insurance, and then utilities, which are several bills as well. And the insurance is several different things as well. Um, so for this payday, they actually don't have any money left over. So it's actually on paper, it's a negative two, but you need pay, paychecks fluctuate a few dollars and stuff. So not totally not worried about that at all. Um, but the thing with this one is, is there's not any uh, money for food on this payday. Um, there is money for gas. So the money for food from the first payday will have to be divided uh, either weekly, bi-weekly for the month, however uh, you want to work it. You could also kind of move some things around, could move the sinking funds on the second payday up to the first one and then, uh, you know, tweak the food so that it evens out just so that it's spread out if you need that. Um, so that this is just a quick view, uh, very simple example of kind of how to manage that. And so if you're using your card, like on Amazon, things like that, you're going to track it the same way that you would if you were using your debit card. So you still want to have an expense tracker. You can actually have two. Um, I know Cindy does that as well. If she wants to chime in here in a minute, because <laughs> she's with us, um, she, um, we've talked about doing a separate expense tracker for like the bank account versus the credit card. The important thing is to know what bills are being paid with what and, you know, when you need to transfer that money. As long as you have a plan, it's okay to use a credit card. It just adds an extra layer to things. So if you're really overwhelmed with getting started, how to start, how to manage all of this, simpler is better, right? So what I would encourage you to do in that situation is to stop using the card 
just use debit, go to cash, like simplify things until you can kind of get a handle on where the money's going, what, what needs to pay, be paid when. And then once you get in a good routine, then you can start going back to using the credit card. That is my personal experience. And that's what I do when I um, am feeling overwhelmed or out of control with spending it. And it happens to me at different times. Like if we're really busy, um, as you guys know, when I went on vacation in June, um, <laughs> things were way more expensive than I had planned or budgeted for. So that's what I did. When we got back, we stopped using the credit card, um, had to you know, really um, dial in our spending do some no spending challenges, use the debit card instead of the credit card for things. Um, sure, I missed out on a few credit card reward points, you know, but in the grand scheme of things, it's just simpler to when you reset to just use one thing. Now you could just use your credit card and not use your debit card at all. And like I said, track it as a um as your debit card. Uh, but for us, it just makes sense to just stop using the credit card when trying to like reset, get caught up, refocus, because it's just easier. It's one less thing to keep track of. But if you love your credit card and you already have auto pay set up on your credit card, um, you know, this is kind of how you would track that. And I do have some bills that are set up on auto pay with the credit card. And so what I do is I just write it as an expense on my bank account. And then I just put in parentheses CC. So I know that's credit card. And then instead of like sending it to the, um, place that I owe the money, I just directly send it to the credit card. So um, that's how I handle it. So that is um, another layer to it, right? And so with that, it just makes it easier for me to have one expense tracker and I will just itemize what I'm using the credit card for and then I just send it to the credit card. Um, and sometimes I will make a little note. Like, so if I have several transactions on the credit card, I will still list them out individually on my expense tracker. Like it's coming out of my uh, bank account because it is. And then I'll just kind of put like an arrow but and group them all together and say, you know, the credit card sent and then the total amount. So I know I paid for those specific items and it was sent to the credit card as this amount because sometimes I send so many payments to the credit card each month because I'm just constantly paying it off. I'll forget which things I've paid for and which things I haven't. So that is helpful with how I track things. And you could do the same thing with a um with a Google sheet, just like I'm doing now, I typically do it on paper. I can't, I have like a small notebook that I keep track and um, carry around with me. All right. So let me check the chat here. It's easier if you use one card. Yes. One card for all expenses. Definitely. It does get harder if you're trying to use different cards. I have all bills listed and in date order to help me keep track. Awesome. I'm ready to tackle November. Yay and weekly food for us. And I use an expense tracker for the bills and list them with the credit card initials beside the line item. Awesome. Then on my monthly log, I list the credit card payments as a transfer. Yes, yes, yes. So that is um, perfect. Yes, that is how, um, kind of how I do it as well. I never thought to just list it as a transfer, but I, yeah, I just kind of write it in the margins, but that's just how I've always done it. It makes sense to me, but yeah, listing it as a transfer, 
uh, works too. I just like to have it all on one tracker with each purchase, even though it's on the credit card versus the debit card. So it's like I'm using the debit card. <laughs> yeah. Me too. That's awesome. So uh, did all that make sense? Yes. Yes, it absolutely does. Yes, it does. Do you have any other uh, comments or questions? My comments are, first of all, I'm allergic to debt. So (laughs) when I use my credit card for everything I do, but we pay it off monthly, we don't use it for rewards and we don't use it for that no interest and we don't use it to get a credit score high and I don't really advise it unless you use them responsibly and the main reason why I will use it is because I have a critical illness and so I can wind up in the hospital very easily and the credit card payment just ensures that our utilities and bills will still get paid our lights will be left on if I had to be in the hospital a couple of weeks. Yeah, absolutely. So That's a good idea. I'm not an advocate for like using the credit card willy-nilly. That's not why I, we personally use it. And like I said, we are debt-free and allergic to debt. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And that's why I like this example because it is um, simple and easy to show how to do it because a lot of people that are not, you know, not you obviously, but a lot of people that um, use their card as like a debit card, aren't being mindful with the spending. And they're probably, I mean, most of them are a month behind. So even if they're paying off the card every single month, it's for the previous month. Whereas, um, you know, in this example, um, they're get, they're paying things off throughout the month, right? So it's not like, you know, October's paying for September, October is paying for October. Um, and so that's why I like this example. Um, and oh gosh, I was going to say something else. Now I forgot. Um, but yeah, so whenever you reset and if you are a month behind, it is harder to keep using the card because once you send the money, then you're broke again and you have to use the card because you don't have enough money in your bank account. Right. In this example, that's not what's happening. Um, but for a lot of people, that's what's happening month to month. So it's hard to get ahead because they're constantly paying off the credit card because they're using it for everyday purchases. But then when they do that, they don't have the money in their bank account for those everyday purchases because they're actually a month behind. And a lot of people don't realize that until they start to like start this process and track their spending and try and get get caught up so um yeah so I love there is there's one question um it's kind of just a reminder uh for credit cards there's like the due date and then the close date and so when you pay off the credit card you know in the past I was using the due date and not the close date 
Mm-hmm. So using the closed date is like a new experience for me. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's a good point. That's a good reminder. Thank you for reminding me to mention that. Um, so like you said, a lot of people will just pay off the balance by the due date. Um, but another thing to consider is when is that, when does the, um, credit card close? So if you, um, so like, as an example, my credit card actually closes on the sixth. I don't, I actually don't even know what the due date is, um, because I just always know it's the sixth. And I, um, whenever you are, um, paying that you've got to make sure that you have actually paid off the previous, um, if there was a balance, um, from the sixth of the previous month, um, and whatever the charges are. So you don't accrue interest. So, um, definitely. And if you want the balance to show as zero, then you'd need to uh, pay it before the close date. Otherwise it'll look like you're carrying a balance on your credit report as well. So, I mean, that's kind of an extra layer to things, but it's something to keep in mind if you are using your card for everyday purchases to make sure that you are getting it all paid off uh, before the close date. If that's something that you, um, want something that you're concerned about with being reported as either zero or, um, whatever. Um, and then whatever that balance is on the close date is what you need to get paid, um, before the next close date so that you don't pay any interest. All right, Cindy, do you have a question or a comment? (laughs) Yeah. If I can remember what it was, I was going to (laughs) say, Oh, I know. I'm so what I've ended up doing is actually creating a separate bill payment account. So we have our regular account. My husband's paycheck goes into that every two weeks. Any other money coming in goes into that account. Then I have a certain amount from each paycheck that the first thing I do is I transfer it into the bill account, which should take care of all of the bills for that time period. And then I have every almost like 98% of everything is scheduled to pull from that account. I think there's just a couple of things that I might have to manually do, but everything else automatically pulls on the due date or whatever date I set it up to. Um, For me, that's a lot better than trying to put it onto a credit card and then having to pay that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because no, I, I can't think that way. I would love to. I know um, my college roommate, when her and her husband got married and whatnot, they set up one credit card for all of the online purchases. That way, if anything was compromised, it only affected that one credit card. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been aiming for that for over 30 years. <laughs> and I've yet to get there. Um, well, I but- love that you brought that up, though, because it's like the same concept. It's just, you're implementing it in a way that makes sense for you. And in a different way, it doesn't make either way right or wrong because the important thing is to figure out what works for you because essentially you're doing like the exact same thing as the example we talked about. So that's why I love that you brought that up and that you figured out what works for you. Like I don't have all my bills on a credit card either, even though I thought about it, like I've heard Mm -hmm. people that pay like their mortgage and stuff with it and get all those points, but 
I don't know. I guess I'm just lazy because I've just never even looked in to see how to mm -hmm. do that. <laughs> and then like my my upline for my Sensi business, um, all of her orders go on to one credit card that it's like a um it's a no rewards account for I think it's for airlines. Oh sweet, yeah. And so like when it's time to fly for reunion or whatever, she has points to use. And um, and then she pays that off every month. But she's got the volume that I don't have yet. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. can't do that, you know. Um and I don't so, fly, so I don't even care about the airline. Yeah. I get my Amazon points. That's what I get. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and I'm always waiting. That's why I know when the cutoff date is, is because on the 7th is when I get my reward points and then I'm going shopping on Amazon <laughs> for stuff that I put off. Like, okay, I can order that now. <laughs> the one thing that I do have. A, Andy. Uh, yeah. That's a great idea. I really appreciate you sharing that. Mm-hmm. Not a problem. The The one thing that I do have a problem yeah. with, though, is I do use my debit card for virtually everything. And I know that's not as protected as a credit card is. Yeah, I can't, I can't challenge things as much. Not with, it depends on what it is. But my credit union is really, really good. And they are very reactive, proactive and reactive. Sometimes they'll catch things before me, but not very often because I am looking at that, my accounts a few days, times a day, just because sometimes things, a, a, a payment will slip through on one of my accounts because all my accounts are at the same credit union, even my different checking accounts. And I'll double check them because things come through at different times of the day. And if I can catch them quick enough, if something happens and I'm overdrawn, I can make that transfer in a split second and save $25. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, so I'm always checking, but I've had a few in, in Brody last year had forgot if it was two or three right around the holidays, like starting at Thanksgiving time, he had a fraud alert that he was contacted on. They canceled the card. The credit union was great with, you know, refunding it challenging it all that stuff and then he had like two weeks later he had just gotten his new card and it happened again oh, it was no. like two i think he had three cards before um they finally you know it's it stopped but somehow i think one of them well i had a case with one of with john's account um it's like a 523 educational type of thing for disabilities that um, I, I usually ignore it because there's not any activity on it. I happened to look one time and there was money out of it for like a hundred dollars yeah, and it's something I that I don't know. And yeah. I, the thing is, I never activated that card, Ashley. Yeah, there's I a data never, breach or something. And that yeah. happened <laughs> twice with Fifth Third Bank. And I never activated the second card and it happened again. Yeah, that's crazy. And it's like, I'm about ready to forget them and just put it in the investment thing and not have a cash account. So. <laughs> yeah. you might, Yeah, I wonder if you have a skimmer somewhere locally, um, like gas pumps and stuff. But I've never used skimmers. that account. I never used it. I never activated that second card. And mm. there was still... Um, a hundred dollar charge taken out. 
Dang, there must just be a data breach with the, yeah. the bank or something then. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. it happens. It happens, which is why I try not to use my debit card because I'm yeah. like, oh, if I have to. Well, of course, getting a new well, debit card isn't that big of a deal. But if like, I, I figure if it's like, not act- out of the credit. Yeah. Of the, um, I think if it's not activated, they can't do anything, I thought. You know, but they said people, these criminals are savvy enough that they can have their computer program set up to just randomly run the numbers until they come up with a good account well that shouldn't have showed as a good account to begin with because it wasn't activated well that's true yeah because the first four numbers of the card like tell you if it's a visa mastercard whatever and like so all the numbers like it's yeah it's sophisticated which just reminded me i know i've told you guys about uh the true crime podcast that I've started listening to. You got it. That just reminded me of queen of the con is one that I've been listening to. And so far there's four seasons, but if you go to season, um, I want to say it was season two. Oh shoot. No, I think it was season three. Um, anyway, that it's like, they go into detail how this woman, uh, got like she goes on the dark web like which is a thing then you can buy all this data from data breaches and stuff and she like completely stole people's identity got their bank account information changed their phone numbers like spoofed phone numbers like it was it was elaborate so if you want to know like how these people actually take that data and like steal your and use it like you got to listen to that and make money on it (laughs) yeah like hundreds of thousands of dollars she got it was insane she's doing um i think that one she got five years in prison in florida and then she she just recently got sentenced in federal court and another five years so you you can't serve state time and fed time at the same time so she'll she'll do at least because then she stole people's information and got the ppp loans uh during covid oh Lots of money, and the feds took her down. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> so, you know, if these pe- these people are so smart to do all this, could you imagine what they could do if they did it legally? Right. She even went and- on and got people's <laughs> driver's licenses, like changed their DMV address, got their driver's license sent to her address, and then like photoshopped her photo on it, like uh, I would say elaborate. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> It's insane. You've got to listen to that podcast. It was crazy. I've listened to season two, three, and four, but I I went backwards. Uh, so I still got to listen to season one. But um, yeah, I was like, oh my gosh. Like I knew that there was the dark web, like, cause we learned about that and some of the training I had as a police officer and detective and stuff, but it's like to actually see how elaborate and uh, detailed they are. It's like, whoa. <laughs> like what they actually did with the information all right melanie says i listened to that podcast as well hulu has a series called the perfect husband and a podcast i think i i feel like i may have started that but didn't finish it the man perfect husband is the same town that my husband is from okay awesome i i feel like i started that one but never finished it because she started a podcast right like um but i haven't listened to the podcast but i feel like i started the series like they were college sweethearts and then were separated had married other people divorced and came back together is that the one that i'm thinking of and then he was like having all kinds of affairs 
But other than that, I don't remember. <laughs> okay. She says, yeah. See, I don't even remember what the crime was unless it was something with underage girls. I actually don't remember. Oh, I think he was a teacher or principal or coach or something. And it was underage. Um, that's all I'll say. Cause I don't want to, I don't know if they, uh, screen for something <laughs> on the podcast. I don't want to get banned a teacher. Yeah. Now that you sit now that I've like, I, I started, I don't feel like I finished that. If I did, I don't remember. Um, okay. Question. When should your credit report be checked and how often should it be checked by all three credit bureaus or just one? So, um, in normal time, and I don't know if they're still doing this, Cindy, I don't know, uh, if you've looked lately, um, but during COVID, I just looked it up. Okay. <laughs> if they're still doing it free, like one a week or every day or whatever it is, um, which you don't need to do it that way. Um, typically you get one per credit bureau per year. And so what I typically do um, is just get one per credit bureau um, every couple of months. And so I just spread it out. It's not something that you need to check like every single day. Um, certainly not every month. A lot of people will use like credit karma or credit sesame, uh, which is not a hundred percent accurate all the time. Mine actually is when I look at credit karma and stuff, all the, like, it's the same as the credit bureau. Um, but that doesn't mean that it's a hundred percent accurate. So there could be some things missing, but if it's something that you want to like, keep a check on, um, you could use a free app like that as well annualcreditreport.com yes yeah and um from what my credit union told me i because i use credit karma too it gives me a good barometer if it's going up or down and that's really all i look for it i don't trust the numbers because they calculate it differently than your um dealership or your bank or your credit union oh yeah or for whatever. your credit score but the, the score details itself. like the, but the details seem to be, be right yeah yeah I've because had that you're too. getting it, you're getting it from basically from the source. What it says, if you go to annualcreditreport.com, um, and this has been saying this since um, 2020. Yeah, I didn't know if they were still doing it. <laughs> During this period of, I try to, because I'm on my laptop with you guys, I can't easily switch my picture over. So it says this period of economic uncertainty, managing your financial health is important. Um, that's why Equifax, um, Experian, and TransUnion are continuing to offer free weekly online credit reports. Weekly. Okay. So yeah. originally they recommended, before COVID, they recommended um, checking all three, but staggering it mm -hmm. because you could only do one free one a year. Right. Yeah. Um, but now you can either do all three at the same time, which I did when we did a little, I, don't, I forgot what uh, program thing we did where you wanted us to get access our credit report. Um, oh yeah, the summer. debt payoff made easy. Yeah, course. that's one. Yeah. Um, but you can either split it up or just get them all at one time to see where you are right now and compare them. Yeah. Um, and Melanie says she gets her credit score monthly from the credit cards, which is mm -hmm. um, another idea is uh, a lot of the credit cards will give it to you for free. I know mine mm -hmm. does. I don't think to check it often. I also have mine all frozen and my husband's. And so yeah, that's that what I need to do. 
Yeah, it's super easy to just do it online. It just adds an extra layer. Now, is it going to be foolproof? No, because I think there are still some ways to get around it or if they just do a, I don't know mm-hmm. if they do a soft pull if they see it or if they just overlook it, you know, type of thing. If you get mm-hmm. some shady, <laughs> shady places uh, that yeah. some of these scammers go to. So it's not 100% foolproof, but it definitely helps. And then whenever, um, you know, we need to have something pulled, I can go on online and temporarily lift it off by date and it'll automatically um, go back to frozen. So I don't have to think about, oh, I got to go freeze it again. Um, You can just do a temporary lift and put the dates in. So that's what I do. Um, You know, if you're not going to need it anytime soon, like to use anything or whatever, just freeze it. And then you don't have to worry about it as much. Elizabeth says, if I'm going to get my credit report, should I request it from all three or just one? So um, since they're still doing it week, every week for free, you could just like initially, yeah, just do all three. Um, But if they ever go back to the one a year, <laughs> space it out. But I mean, shoot, who knows? It's like three years now, and they're still doing it a free one every week. So, um, yeah, while it's still free every week, go ahead and pull all three so you can see if there's yeah. any differences. Typically, they should be the same, but you never know. Sometimes there may be something on one that isn't on the other. So, you yeah. just never know. And check with your bank or credit union because more of them are um actually showing your credit score when you log online um, oh okay when i go on my computer it's up in the right hand corner when i log in i can look on my phone um and there's a spot where i can click on credit score oh, and that yeah. would be their their score that they're looking at so probably not everybody is doing it yet but um yeah i haven't seen that online is, oh um, my credit union is so antiquated like I can't even, I can't even use Zelle and transfer money into my credit. They are like, they don't even have an app. That's how outdated they are. They do not even have an app. We have an app and then they um, decided to get on the bandwagon here this summer or spring, maybe late spring of the, um, where you can get your paycheck two days early. Oh yeah. Why get it two days early? I'm going to run out of money two days early. (laughs) And I, my mind will not let me leave that money there and not touch it for those two days until the paycheck would normally, you know, come through. It just won't. And now they've done it with John social security. Oh man. (laughs) So that is coming instead of on the first, it's coming anywhere from the 25th to the 28th. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, you know, you're lucky I don't have to worry about having more than $2,000 in his account at any one time, because then they, you know, start taking money away from us. Um, oh, yeah. I always yeah. forget about that. I know you yeah. tell me that and then I forget. Um, so, oh, gosh, I yeah, feel like there it, was something else I was going to say. Go ahead. Sorry. And that's all right. As far as I know, I, I did call them one time about it and asked if I could have it not deposit two days early and they didn't know how they They were probably looking at you crazy like why would you not want to (laughs) because I like it on the same day because I know it'll be there Wednesday morning Uh, I'm looking on Monday and it could come in the mid-afternoon or it could come Monday night or Tuesday morning I I don't I never know (laughs) so it it just my mind does not like it (laughs) yeah Elizabeth says, which one is the best to use if, um, if I order from just one, um, I don't know that it matters. 
uh, because you're going to be getting a different one. If they ever go back to one a year, uh, you'll be getting all three at just different times. So um, I can't say because it depends on really the point of like your credit score is to get more debt. Right. And so wherever you are um, looking to get a loan or open up a credit line or whatever, um, it's going to depend on which place they pull it from because each yeah. one may be different. Like some do TransUnion, some do experience, some do it Equifax. Seems, like, seems TransUnion mm-hmm. in my experience is the most used. Mine too, actually. Yeah. You know, so if I had to pick one, I would probably go to that one. Yeah. Um, plus Experian had had a data breach here a few years ago. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, don't I, know how, that. I don't know how there's. St- yeah, credit. Melanie says that uh, they had, yeah, Experian had yeah. the data breach and they got free credit monitoring from them for four years. But I don't know that you can really, like, you can't control that because, you know, it's the um, people reporting to, like, you have a report with Experian, so your data is going to be breached no matter yeah. whether you use it or not, because true. you're not the one putting the information. Very true. Them to them. So that doesn't really matter. Uh, Melly says, so I guess I could get one per quarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, cause there's only three. So not so quite every four every months. Quarter. Yeah. Yeah. Very close to it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even. <laughs> All right. Does anybody have any wins they want to share for this session? Cindy, you got anything? <laughs> um, <laughs> Not really. I'm just trying to get things cleared up around the house and picked up and organized a little bit because I've got that guy from Department of Health and Human Services coming over to make sure that John actually does live at our house and that he does need the help that I give him so that then they will pay me to continue to pay me for you know doing things. Oh, wow. You know, his okay. grocery shopping, um, uh-huh. helping him bathe because he... He could do it if he really wanted to, but he won't. He refuses. So, you know, bath, hair wash, face wash, that's all me. Um, getting his medicine, picking up at the store, putting it in a pill counter, um, making dinner, all that kind of stuff. So they assign yeah. they assign time that it takes to do all that kind of stuff. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Okay. You know, a half hour for this or whatever and that's how they determine how much they pay you is how long it oh i thought it was just like a set amount no and some things i do every day some things are once a week like going grocery shopping and that kind of stuff is once a week um some things are like four times a week so i schedule them every other day kind of a thing um and i have to log it all in and then at the end of the month um i submit it all and then um, my pay, it's a roughly $500 a month. Oh, wow. So, I didn't realize you had to like keep track of your time and all that. Yeah. Well, oh, I, wow. I don't, they like, when he comes out on Friday, he's going to ask me the questions of, of each of the different areas, you know, bathing, how much do I have to do? Um, uh, making his meals. Yeah. I have to do it all. Cause he doesn't, you know, do anything. Um, I have to go to the grocery store for him. I have to go to the drugstore for him. I have to get his meds done. Uh, and they assign a specific oh, average okay. time, unless it's gotcha. something more complicated. If, like my friend has a son that has more complicated medical issues. So she needs more time or whatever. Oh, and okay. then, 
So then I just plug in, they already have the the time plugged in of how oh, much okay. how long it takes. Then I just say that I did these activities. Oh, okay. And then then they send me the check every month and you know, oh. just do it. So but we started just before COVID. Mm-hmm. So we never had a home visit. Yeah. Cause I was like, I, you've never told me yeah. about that. I didn't realize they did a home visit. Yeah. So. And so, because technically they're supposed to put set eyes on him to make that sure he's sense though. Yeah, I mean, a, to make sure he lives there and yeah. that he's disabled to warn what I'm doing for him, you know, with his autism, um, that he has a place to sleep, those types of things, you know? Yeah. But I just need to get, cause you know, cat fur all over the floor we probably got that vacuumed up today oh i'm sure you they know? have seen way worse well that's me, kind of worse. that's kind of what i'm hoping <laughs> but i'm still a little nervous about it you know because it's been three years they've never come to the house so yeah and that's the that's one person and then the other person will probably be out september or october that we need to check in with monthly Oh. She's the one that helps us access services for him. And um, that's a lot have, of work for them to meet with you yeah. every month. Like nothing's changed. Well, it's been he a, hasn't been yeah. cured. Like, no. what, like why do well, they need to keep coming out? <laughs> like the monthly one, we've been on the phone now for two months, two years. Oh, but okay. um, it, those are more for um, any changes to where if he needs extra services from agencies and things like that, or maybe um, new things have come up like different yeah. programs or, or if there's a program that I want to try to get them into and try to get the state to pay for it, which they won't pay for his camp every summer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's my biggest pet peeve. The I know one thing, <laughs> the, the one thing, thing he loves and enjoys <laughs> every summer is camp and they won't help pay for it. Yeah. I'd even split the cost, but nope. Um, so that type of thing. So I have a feeling that she'll probably want to, she's at least had a couple of, uh, zoom type chats with him and she'll usually, I'll have her on, on, um, speaker and he'll say at least hi to her or something. And so she knows he's there and he'll, she'll try to ask a question. I said, well, he's already gone. <laughs> You missed your chance. Yep. <laughs> Should have said laughs. hi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's funny. Anyway, so now that COVID is sort of over, yeah, um, they're going to start coming out to the house and things now. So <laughs> that's my focus until Friday, and then I can go back to my other. I house. don't blame you. <laughs> I, that's all I'd be worried about too, and cleaning and everything too. So, uh, well, that'll be good to get that over with and kind of. But, you know, see what happens, you know, since it's the first time, it's a little bit more nerve wracking. So, all right. Melanie says uh, she set yeah. up November budget a month ahead. Yay. Thank you. Budget besties. You are so welcome. Elizabeth, do you have, uh, do you want to unmute yourself and share a win? Do you have anything you want to share tonight? No, I don't really. I'm just waiting. I get paid this week. And hoping to put, um, you know, we've talked about this before, um, just put uh, an extra payment towards the mortgage. So then hopefully by beginning of next month, that will be gone. Yay. And then we can start putting some other money, 
putting that payment towards the home equity and then towards, you know, I, my school loans that start next month and a couple other things, but it'll just be nice not having that one payment and then I can start split it up and start paying some other stuff off. Well, that's a huge win. So we're, you have to come back whenever it's paid off so we can like really celebrate, but you've got like two payments left. It's like yeah, almost there. Like that's yeah, a huge I'm, win. I'm thinking October 1st, it should be paid off. So. Oh, that is so freaking exciting. That's I know. two it's weeks. That's two it's weeks. Just, oh my gosh. Yeah, it's like, oh my gosh. It's just, it's mind boggling to even think about. I'm like, holy cow. Oh my gosh. That is like a huge celebration. That is, oh, I'm yeah. so excited for you. So I know you've got some other things, like you're already thinking about the next goal. I feel like you've, you're like already like over it and we got to pause and celebrate a little bit, especially once you like are done, done. Cause I'm very curious to kind of get your mindset. Like once you actually make that final payment and it's like real, it's like, mm -hmm. whoo, like I'm excited. I got goosebumps <laughs> just talking about it. <laughs> so I'm so excited for you. So next month during our celebration, we will be celebrating you inside of money success club as well. Woo -woo. Finally. <laughs> oh, that's so exciting. Yes. Oh my gosh. That is, yeah, that is so awesome. So all right, you guys, thank you so much for showing up and sharing and joining us tonight. If you would like to join us for another budget bestie meetup. We do these every month. Go and save your seat at budgetsmadeeasy.com slash meetup. Until next time, I'll talk to you soon.